Hi everyone, we have got a great rant, Sean, John, Justin, we are going to talk about the nine sleaziest things, disgraceful things I've seen in real estate. Good to see you, Peter Diamantides, and of course, Mrs. Diamantides, good to see you all. Hey everyone, coming on, Raphael Houston, man, that guy's going to be a gun auctioneer. And Mole, good to see you all. We have got a great rant tonight because we're going to be talking about some really coward acts. And I've got to say to you, before we go on, I know it's a little bit funny at the moment. Hello, Jay. Another great agent there on the Gold Coast with Koloshi. Good to see you. Sol Fitzpoe, good to see you. Good to see everyone. So guys and girls, why am I so excited? Because I'm letting you know, my friends, those of you in Sydney and Melbourne and the surrounding areas that are in lockdown at the moment, letting you know what a wonderful opportunity. A captive audience. They're at home. They're sitting at home. They've got nothing to do. Realestate.com searches are through the roof. You can ring people up, do you understand, and just do welfare calls. Hi, how are you going? I'm just calling to see how you're coping with it all. Hey, hi, it's Tommy. It's business as usual in an unusual way. Even my friend Joshy Tesselin has joined in. Hey, let me give you some stats. Let me give you some stats. For those of you that are thinking, hey, the world's falling apart, Josh Tesselin, 194 sales. My client from the real estate gym, 194 sales in seven months. Correct. His office, first year of trading, 12 months, 407 sales. Is that signs that the world's falling apart? Doesn't stop there. Mark Sully, they're all on here. They all come on here. Of course they do, because they know that this is good for them. And listening to just the media is not good for you. Mark Sully, 190 sales. 190 sales, my friends. That is a two and a half times what he was doing before. Paul Biller, going to congratulate him. A $25 million signed contract with 66W this week. Tanay Jane, Tanay Jane hit a hundred sales for the Finn year. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Shane Beaumont, Shane Beaumont in Western Australia, 181 sales and $1.82 million. My friends, my friends, relax. Don't catastrophize. And I'm going to start off today sharing with... Oh, by the way, I'm letting you know that, look, apart from a few parts of Sydney, I think it's going to be business as usual for the rest of the world, right? So chill out. Going to get confirmation on, you know, pest and building inspections and stylists tomorrow when the Office of Fair Trading have opened up and we can ring people because the problem that we've had is when Gladys announced that the public service is shut, right? So guys and girls, just give us time, relax. But I want to start off and I want to read, read to you, read to you. Another one of my clients, a monthly client, Kaloshi, 
$30 million in commission for the year. $30 million commission for the year. My friends, I've got to tell you, a wonderful opportunity and don't. And I know that many of you are concerned, should I go to work if you're in Sydney tomorrow? If you're unsure, stay home, right? Stay home if you're unsure. But guess what? Don't go sit there in a corner feeling sorry for yourself, you know, on a you know, banana bag or bean bag, you know, watching old repeats on Stan or Netflix. Man, put in five or six hours work from home. But we are going to get clarity and I'm letting you know. You know what the smart people are doing? They're setting themselves up because John McGrath agrees with me. We are going to have a listing onslaught September, October, November, December. Remember that. So guys and girls, let me start off and I'm going to read to you what became my personal philosophy in March last year when I pretty much lost a million in speaking fees as every gig got cancelled for the remaining nine months of that calendar year. And I sat there and I thought, shit, we got a problem here, Houston. So what did I have to do is I had to make sure that I was in the right frame of mind and these became my 10 philosophies. Let me read them out. Tom, you've got to forget about yourself and you've got to focus on others. Rule number one. Rule number two, you've got to forget about your commodity and you've got to focus on your relationships. If you haven't worked that out already, my friends, it's all about connection, 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 connection. Let me keep moving on. The next one. Number three, you've got to forget about the sale and you've got to start focusing on creating value. Be a value-added provider. Show more. Do more, give more. Like today, got my final vaccination, so I'm all sort of covered there now. But guys and girls, Susan got me a cup of coffee and she's saying the line was huge. She got a takeaway coffee. Anyway, two cafes fighting over each other. One gives a chocolate brownie as an extra. Why? Because in competition, You don't cut prices. What do you do? You add value. Show more, do more, give more. Stack the cool, my friends. Number four, you got to forget about your losses and you got to focus on your opportunities. You got to forget about what you lost and you got to focus on what you gained. What happened? What did you lose? You lost open for inspections. Hooray! Guess what? All of a sudden, You're getting people that are serious about doing business and many of you have actually chosen to stick with doing private inspections even when opens came back. They prefer it. Number five, you've got to forget about your difficulties and you've got to focus on your progress. Number six, you've got to forget about the future and you've got to focus on today. Make each day a fine day. You've got control of a day. You've got control of a day, right? Don't worry too much about the next 700 days, right? That becomes overwhelming. Have a fine day each day. Let's keep going on. You've got to forget about who you were and you've got to start focusing on who you can be. That's a great belief to have. Number eight, you've got to forget about your events and you've got to focus on your responses. On-sites are gone. Zoom ones are in. 
You've got to forget about what's missing and you've got to focus on what's available. And number 10, you've got to forget about your complaints and you've got to focus on your gratitude. My friends, oh, while I remember, a big shout out, <laughs> Angelo Nicholas. We are here. The industry is with you. We know that you've got treatment again this week. We know that you've got a very, very difficult road ahead. But we also know, we also know that the attitude that you brought to real estate that made you a $2 million man in Adelaide, the attitude that got you being one of the best is the same attitude that's going to put you in with the best chance to overcome cancer and become a 30-year-old that is disease-free. What's coming is better than what's gone. And I'm telling you, Angelo, the future is going to be better than the past. That is another useful belief to have. Guys and girls, I am ready to move on to the main part of the show. And yes, 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 before I forget, real estate gym members, don't forget tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., we are on our third day of... The Disciplined Mind. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, we've got a 10-day program that I'm running live at the moment, and that is day three tomorrow, where I am training my real estate gym members to become iron of the mind, their, their mind to become so strong that they learn how to bring the future forward, and they're able to handle all the stresses that take you from the heights of exhilaration to the depths of depression in 24 hours. Guys and girls, that's what we're doing tomorrow and all of this week. And a big surprise visit is coming from Mark Burris, the great man. So guys and girls, let's get on with the show. Let's get on with the show. And I want to speak to you about the most disgraceful things that I've seen. So let's start with number one, number one. The most disgraceful of the lot, the most disgraceful of the lot was the real estate agent this is a few years ago, that took out some clients to see an investment property. Guess what? There was, and this feels really bad saying it, it feels like really foul saying it, but it's a fact, it's the truth, and this is what the story's about. It's about the sleaziness of this agent. He had, he had a used condom in the back seat of the car. It was a Saturday and he was taking people out. And what happened is when they came back to the office, the people who actually knew the principal went and told the principal of the office that the salesperson had a used condom in the back of the car, in the back seats. Guess what? Guess what, my friends? The principal then went over, spoke to the agent and asked the agent to apologize. Guess what? The agent went over and apologized to the two people. And this is what he said. I want to say sorry about that. I should have cleaned the car this morning. I'm really sorry. My sister borrowed the car last night. 
Let's move on to number two. My sister borrowed the car last night. This is what the guy said. Number two. Number two. Disgraceful, sleazy, call it what you want. I actually called number two the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Many years ago, before they changed the laws on dummy bidding, and I've got to tell you, there was dummy bidding in the old days. I have to say to you, what happened here was this. I was doing an auction in an in-room venue and there was a bid. And the bid was, the opening bid was like twice the reserve. Do you understand? This bidder was so dumb, they couldn't even follow instructions or was it the agent was the stupid one? And I gets worse, gets worse, gets worse. They were dressed as if they were an agent and had just taken a tie off. Guess what? Gets worse. They were the same ethnicity of all the agents. And what happened? The outcome? Basically, conversation. The bid was retracted, but I tell you what, disgraceful, sleazy, and dumb. Number three, number three, and this, my friends, this, my friends, happens even now. Number three happens every day in real estate, and I reckon it sucks. I think it makes me sick. I think it makes me sick. It's the real estate agent that misses out on a listing the property's going to auction, and the night before the auction, they ring up the vendors who are very stressed, who are very anxious. And generally speaking, vendors don't get the price they were hoping to get when they first listed it. It's just a fact of life in most instances. Everyone thinks their home's worth more than it is, and everyone thinks they've got the best-looking kid. We get all of that. But agents that are I call arsonists, they ring up the night before the auction and they wish the vendors very well in a nice way. Hey, I'm just calling, just calling to wish you all the best and you're going to do really well tomorrow because I've actually spoke to, you know, a buyer who's going to actually end up paying you, like they've told me, they're going to pay close to two million bucks. So I think you're in, you know, like things are going to be good for you and it deserves it because it is a great home and, and I would have got that if I had listed it. Blah, blah, blah. Guys and girls, disgraceful. If you be a loser, don't be a sore loser and don't be an arsonist. Yuck. And if you're doing it, go away. Number four, number four. Happens less, used to happen. A lot more when there wasn't open for inspections. But I've got to say to you, hi to everyone. By the way, hi to everyone. I'm just sort of focused on getting rid of this rant so I can go get some sleep. Been up since four o'clock. Oh, have I told you? I've actually run the Bay Run 
16 times in the last two and a half weeks, right? 7Ks, and I've got to say to you, it only felt like it was just over a year ago, I would be sitting there at a chemo ward struggling to get from the chemo chair to the toilet because I had to go to the toilet because you're there for seven, eight hours and you just couldn't get up there. And I remember sitting there thinking to myself, you know what, this time is going to pass and things will be better. And guess what? They are. So, you know, if you are a little bit sort of frazzled with what's going on at the moment, if you are impacted by the restrictions and it can get sort of lonely and, you know, it can get sort of a little bit anxious for people. But I've got to say to you, I want you to know that everything's changing all the time. Fingernails are growing every fraction of a second. When you look at trees, trees look different in winter than what they look in spring and they look different in summer and nights become days and winters that are cold become nice summer days. Everything's changing. Nothing's in control. Let go. The reason why most people are stressed is they're pissed off that things aren't the way that they want them to be. That's what causes most discontent. Let go. Nothing is permanent. So the next one is number four. Real estate agents that used to, and I hate this word, condition. They would try and condition owners by going to an owner's house while the owner is at work and they would leave multiple business cards from different agents from the office and then make it look like they'd had four inspections on the property and then actually go off and even create dummy offers to that vendor to say, oh, we had four buyers through and David brought someone through and Louise brought someone through. Dog acts. Number five, number five, number five, number five disgraceful act that I see happen in real estate is agents who actually try and claim the sale of a competitor agent when the competitor agent did it. Listen, there's nothing wrong with actually being an agent that provides information out to the marketplace and says, hey, you know, this is what's been selling. This is what's sold. But not to actually say, we have just sold this property. If you haven't sold it, you don't claim it and you don't tell people you've claimed it. And just for the record, most consumers now are socially media savvy. They're pretty tech smart and they can work out who sold the property. So I don't think it's a good move regardless. Number six, number six. This is a funny one. This is a funny one. This is the OMO box. You know the OMO box that says OMO? Well, I heard in the old days what used to happen is people, you know, um, used to put the OMO box on the front window standing for old man out, meaning that, hey, the agent could come over and have a nice fling with the person that was at home. I couldn't get over it, but it was actually told to me by two people and they said, yeah, yeah, man, I can tell you. The guy that told me goes, I've done it. Omo, the old Omo box. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, by the way, let's talk about that one, number seven. And this has happened countless times where real estate agents decide to use vendors' properties or landlord's properties that are vacant 
as the place that they can have their little fling and their little romance. And I've got to tell you, this is an oldie but a goodie, and there has been plenty of people that have been busted by the unexpected owner coming into the property. Listen, my advice is if you're going to do it, go get a hotel room. But better off, don't do it at all. Of course, if you're single, you can do whatever you want. Number eight, number eight, number eight, number eight. Actually, let's just do eight. Let's just do eight because it's nearly, it's 20 minutes. Let's do eight. And that is, number eight is the uh, disgraceful and uh, very unethical act of real estate agents, and I don't think it happens very often now. It happened. Real estate's got a lot cleaner. I've got to say to you, real estate's got a lot cleaner. But the disgraceful act, the disgraceful act, my friends, of when a buyer says to an agent, if you can get me this property at this price, I'll give you a secret commission. I have to tell you, it doesn't matter what it is, 5, 10, 15, 20 grand, I've got to tell you, it will control your whole life. You'll be paranoid because I'm letting you know what you resist will persist. What you befriend, you'll transcend. I'm telling you, what will keep you, the truth will give you power and courage because you'll never have anything to worry about. I've got to say to you, don't worry about five, 10, 15 grand, apart from it being illegal. You don't want to be known as the cowboy if you want to have a long, sustainable life. You can make millions of dollars in real estate. Why would you worry about being tempted by someone who, if they're going to do that, let's face it, they're unethical themselves. So they're going to take you down at some point and they're going to open up their big mouth. So guys and girls, I am so proud that the people that I speak to on a regular basis and the message that I give out to my real estate gym members is live a clean life. Work hard. You want to play hard? You play hard. Be authentic. And real estate is the greatest job on the planet. You control your destiny. And you don't have to have a high IQ. And you can outwork your competition, which is what you should be doing right now in this marketplace. Because as far as I'm concerned, in a lot of these COVID areas, it's a reset area. It's a reset area. It basically equalizes everyone and we get a blank canvas. Anyway, guys and girls, I'm going to sign off. I want to thank you again for the most important thing that you can give me. And that is your attention. Stay well. God bless. Signing off.